It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. to the Manchester United weekly podcast live from Old Trafford half time at United against Chelsea and United very happily 2-0 up sat in the Stretford end with a brand spanking new guest this week who's decked out in his shorts given us spring weather can you introduce yourself please can indeed hello everybody my name is Nathan Thomas uh, known Harry for a couple of years now been sat, sat together in here quite a few lows but this season a few more highs which has been uh, most welcome so yeah delighted to be on and Nathan is on to talk about some other things apart from the game as well, which we'll get on to, including some, uh, some very good news to do with the foundation and some lovely stories from the Manchester United Foundation. What's the official job title at the foundation again? So I'm, I'm in the communications team. Communication, I execute communications. He, he executes them all. Unlike uh, Newcastle's owners who execute genuine, genuine people. But that's for another time. Um, it's half time, United are tuning up. It's very comfortable and uh, it, to, to take one of the smallest positives, it's just nice that it's light. These end of the season games are just actually really, really nice, aren't they? Well, I don't know why we play football in the winter. I know, we're having this conversation before, weren't we? Like, it's just beautiful getting into Old Trafford when we walk up. And it's like sunshine, it's just like sun's just going down, those red shirts against the green grass. Just beautiful, yeah, and it's just like summer football. Fantastic, what more could you want, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, it, it started very well for United in an unexpected way. There's been, I mean, it's not far off from what we might have expected from United-Chelsea this year, in that United are winning at half-time, and it's been incredibly funny watching Chelsea, who, whose forward line, I mean, ours is bad at times, but we have scored two. And... Honestly, Chelsea being attacking towards the Stretford end and Mudrick and Gallagher are having an absolute nightmare. It's been such a weird game in many ways. Like United pretty decent for the most part. One particularly really nice goal from Casemiro. But yeah, Chelsea, like I, like, I haven't really watched that much of them. Followed the results, obviously, which have been sort of descendingly worse as the season got on. And build-up at times is all right, isn't it? But then just some of the sort of like, like you say, we, we, we suffer from that at the moment a little bit. It's a bit of indecision, but my God, the quality or lack thereof from Chelsea has just been like, I've, I've, I've never I've not seen it from a Chelsea team like that for a long time, especially when you consider the money that's been spent. But from a United point of view, yeah, decent enough. Two good goals and, you know, we know what we need to do tonight and it's been, yeah, confident enough. It's like Molassi is coming on here now, which is another change, maybe indicative of where we're at in terms of the game. Um, but yeah, we're almost there, so happy days. Yeah, that little show in the background from Malassi is coming out. I don't know who, who will come on for, but fair enough. Uh, yeah, maybe Vran for the rest, yeah. Uh, Casemiro, probably man and a half so far. A goal and a delightful little, little, little chip over. He's, 
he's he's been one of the real standouts of the season and just such just such a joy to watch and Martinez is the same it's not just not just like about the quality they bring per se but it's just uh, just watching them play is a joy like you know you think back to Scholes I always used to say about Scholes I just watch him playing his own all day and Casemiro sort of brings that I thought he looked, he looked really up for it tonight throwing himself about as he tends to do flirting with a booking more than one occasion but oh red well, well that's just not even goal there Harry but yeah really smart again from him and it was looked like a top header and the ball was yeah just seen that before unbelievable what a player yeah and it, it might be a little bit early to say this we'll see how the second half goes we'll see how Sunday goes but the idea of Casemiro coming into form before the cup final Martial scoring after a bad performance at Bournemouth he's been alright here he's not been brilliant but he scored a goal that's good Sancho's been very hot and cold he did well for the second goal to set Casemiro up there was a moment about four five minutes before that which was very typical of Jaden this season where he just did deny the thing that was on offer to him and let the chance go but yeah good first half so far there's been a couple of foundation I think kids invited by the foundation taking penalties against Fred the Red at half time but there was also an announcement about how much has been raised by season ticket holders this season for the foundation it's quite it's, it's brand new for this season this scheme isn't it tell us a bit about it, how much has been raised so we've raised an astonishing number that i was i only found out a week or so ago and it's just over half a million five hundred fifty thousand pounds that have basically come from season ticket holders who can't make the game so they've returned their ticket to the club but incredibly generously rather than getting a refund or whatever it might be they've they've, they've sent that money onto the foundation which we can now use in our projects across Greater Manchester, which is incredible. Like, makes me proud to see to get older, someone who works there, who cares about Manchester United and what we do in the community. For those that don't know, the foundation set up to kind of continue the ethos of Manchester United developing, in young, developing young people. We do that in the community, both in a sport and academic and in just in general, mental, physical health kind of way. So this is going to go a long way to helping a lot of people. I think that's one of the key things to say because I don't think I knew this until a couple of years ago that there's a very clear link between the foundation and the Busby Babes and I don't, I don't think that's it, it often feels like it's just a charity arm of the club but it, it's more than that yeah I agree and it is something where it, to me it feels like a really snug fit it's not like something done to romanticise for a marketing thing it really works in the way that we are a young person's charity we, we look after kids from the ages of five all the way up to sort of 21 university age in a variety of different ways. We're partnered with 64 schools around Greater Manchester, primary, secondary, special needs. We have community football projects. It's a real big operation, and we're doing what Manchester United should do, supporting young people, raising their aspirations, and as I say, the money is gonna be so beneficial to what we do. Brilliant, we'll talk, we'll have a couple of stories from uh, some recent projects that Nathan's been on, because there's some nice little stories about a couple of the first teamers, a couple of the United women players as well, but watch the second half before that happens and hopefully United can double this scoreline before the 90 minutes are up. Hey, 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to the Manchester United weekly podcast. United 4-1 in the end. Um, a great goal from, I mean, it capped off by a great goal from Charles Phoenix, which was kind of a kick in the teeth, but also actually just quite nice to watch. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it should have been 6-0. It should have been 6-0, yeah. Absolutely should have been 6-0. Um, the mood is very good at Old Trafford. Apart from conceding, I couldn't have gone much better, couldn't have not particularly. Yeah, really, really good in the end. I guess Anthony being the other sour point, fingers crossed that he makes a quick recovery. But yeah, really good. Bright second half, really positive and unusually for us. Four goals, which is, uh, it's been plenty of times, but it should have been four. But yeah, today we got it, so happy days. Yeah. And Marshall had a couple of off moments in the second half, but what I was saying at half time about. Um, the right players building momentum towards the cup final. Fernandez scoring, Rashford scoring, Martial scoring. And it's pretty much perfect. Casemiro, we knew already, was kind of building that form, but Rashford and Martial scoring is massively positive. And um, yeah, builds a great final day of the season. Um, we should talk a bit before you run off to get home about, uh, well, first let's start with Fernandez because we just heard him being serenaded off the pitch he's always been a, a bit of a gent with the foundation hasn't he yeah Bruno's great we all absolutely love him he's, uh, he was our community champion last year that's something that the PFA do so it's awarding a player both men's and women's team who have uh, been particularly strong in terms of supporting their community their relevant community outlet obviously in our case it's the foundation Bruno's just generally like really really keen to help out and I think he I don't know it's a cliche to say like gets Man United but on you know the times that I have had dealings with him and certainly colleagues of mine we all say the same really really passionate about it I think he recognises that you know United should be in the community whether that be Manchester or further afield he did one thing in particular which I thought was quite nice from one of our BTEC courses we have a guy called Stefan who uh, he emigrated over I think he came from Albania originally and Bruno had a really nice chat with him and it was kind of just two people relating to moving to a new country at a young age and I know Stefan really, really enjoyed it. And in fact, Stefan went on to present Bruno with the award I just mentioned. So, yeah, he's, um, yeah, we love Bruno. Are there any other players who have been particularly standout in recent weeks? I know you've had a couple of really nice events, both men's and women's teams recently. I mean, a big shout out to Ethan Manny, first and foremost, who has been equal to Bruno, if not surpassing the great Magnifico in just her, her desire to take part. She's done at least three or four events within the past couple of months, which is pretty good going. Most recently, she got the girls together to bring over, to get the girls to come and visit um, 
a group of girls we brought from a uh, school of ours in Oldham. All really keen female players, and honestly, the reaction from those young girls when the likes of Ella Toon and Lester Russell came over, they were gen genuinely overcome, which was really nice, as I said to you before, in terms of seeing these girls reacting that way, seeing their heroes who happen to be Seda Marcus Rashford and Bruno Fernandes. It's Ella, it's Aoife, whoever that might be. So that was really nice, and Aoife's been fantastic with us. Turn, in turn it back to the, the men's team, we had Fred and Alejandro at a school in Charlton this week. Uh, that was really, really good. I unfortunately didn't get to see it, but I was told that Fred was uh, partaking in the very English game of rounders. Uh, which that's, a, that's a sight for everyone to picture. I know, exactly. And apparently he had no clue what was going on. But, you know, he, um, he did his best, bless him. But yeah, he's been lovely. I mean, look, he just needs to flash those pearly whites, doesn't he, Fred? Yeah. Well, so does Garnacho these days. That is true. That is very true. That was a bright, bright day at Charlton yeah. the other day, needless to say. Uh, but just, just moving in very briefly, just in terms of on a serious note, I mentioned earlier about the uh, the campaign that we did and the 550,000 that has been raised. You know, ultimately, like, it's great to have this player support and some light-hearted stories like that. But ultimately, at the moment, we're looking at, we're facing things. We were talking about one in four children in Great Manchester living in poverty. And, you know, we're all feeling the pinch at the moment, which, again, makes this generosity even even kind of more overwhelming in many ways. But, you know, there are a lot of people who are really suffering. And uh, the, the money that we've got from, um, from that is going to go into really developing young people that might otherwise slip through the net um, and obviously it's great to have fan support player support as I've um, as I've alluded to and yeah to me I'm a red work for the foundation yes but it makes me it makes me even prouder to be a United fan and I know there's it, it, we're getting into summer and things could often ease for people in need in summer not everyone but some of them but winter will come again and I think everyone well, everyone living in the UK, but probably globally, realises like how hard this winter was. But particularly in the UK, with energy prices and whatever. And I know Foundation did quite a lot. There was a sleep out in the tunnel in was it November or early December? Early December. Is it going to be another one of those? Probably another one of those this year. Yes, we believe so. I think. I think. Um, it, obviously, yeah, winter extremely difficult for a lot of families that we that we support. But even in, even in the summer, you know, they uh, kids will break up, and a lot of them rely on that school provision uh, and that support whether that be in terms of like physical support with with our coaches on the ground or even just kind of nourishment so our work will continue it genuinely doesn't stop throughout the year um it's a 20 you know 24 7 thing at times we have a lot of people working on the ground as i've said about our 64 schools football projects in every borough in greater manchester we're now street reds street regs exactly we're in northern ireland marcus now. marcus was at street reds wasn't he just seen him score in front of you we've had quite a few marcus went to um our street red session in wibbenshaw the day after he'd scored against Michelland, <laughs> um which is which is quite a story zidane um went to street reds uh, at wally range so yeah we've had some uh, pretty famous faces there obviously before they were famous but i think it, it it adds to that feel of that collectivity of Yes, Manchester United is a global club. They create global superstars, but a lot of them come from very humble beginnings. And for the other kids in that area that want to aspire to be something more, whether that's being the next Marcus Rashford or whether that is just creating a life for themselves and a good life for themselves, that's what we strive to do. Yeah, lovely sentiment. Um, I'll let you go with... I'm not going to ask for a prediction for Sunday because the game's been nothing. We're in the Champions League now. The cup final will be going together, sat in block... We won one on one. Been around that area for the League Cup final and the semi final. We're hoping that the fact we're in the same area is a good omen, but I mean, Chelsea's a nice confidence booster, isn't it? It is. I think we were, I think I was kind of thinking before the game it'd be nice. Obviously, we want to get the Champions League sewn up, but just to show 
build a bit of momentum. The goals were great tonight. Look, cup final is going to be extremely difficult, but stranger things have happened in football. I've watched this club long enough to know that. And this team has got a chance. We've beaten once already this year. I think the players, everyone knows the significance of it, both in terms of the first Manchester derby, what else is riding on it, which we know. So look, it's going to be difficult, but I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to go for a repeat of the derby earlier this year and go for 2-1 United. I think we all know Haaland's going to score, so everyone I've asked for prediction has gone 2-1. So, you, you know City will score. So, I mean, Haaland, and we obviously know that Bagos is going to back the winner. Yeah. He's saving up that goal, is what it is. Um, I'm sure everyone listening to this will agree with me. So, um, he's, you know, look guys, you never know, you never know. Keep the faith. Right, we better all get home. Thank you very much for talking to us and keep, keep up the good work. And if people are interested in donating to the foundation, it's quite easy to find, isn't it? Just look up United Foundation. And if you follow us on, on Twitter, we're MU underscore foundation and then Manchester United Foundation on Instagram and Facebook. For season ticket holders listening who I maybe have been thinking, oh, next year, maybe I'll support in the way in terms of donating your ticket. Every email you get from the club before the game has a link in there. You can do it that way or you can log on to your account. It's pretty straightforward. But yeah, thank you everyone who has done that this year. It really means a hell of a lot. Brilliant. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. It's a shorter than usual episode, but being an interesting one, and what a beautiful springs evening at Old Trafford. Thanks for listening. You know where to find us as always. Goodbye. Network.